So right now at Green Mountain Dental Group, they are hooking it up for you guys just like they have been for the last several months. If you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with them, you will get a free Sonicare toothbrush. This is an awesome deal. We've all got to go to the dentist, even if it sucks. We've all got to keep our teeth clean. You might as well get a free Sonicare toothbrush out of your scheduled cleaning. So hit up Green Mountain Dental Group. They're Denver-owned, locally operated, Mile High City through and through, just like us here at DNVR. They're also big-time sports fans. So hit up Green Mountain Dental Group today. Get a free Sonicare toothbrush, a top-of-the-line electric toothbrush. These things retail at like 50, 75 bucks. You will get a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray exam with Green Mountain Dental Group today. How would you like to hear this on the screen? instead of the great show you came to see. That's what you sound like. Honest. Please cooperate and do your part in keeping this theater quiet so everyone, including you, can enjoy Let's go, baby, right from the loser's lounge. <laughs> Doesn't have quite the, uh, no, the, the, the same right. kick to it. Uh, welcome, in everybody, to the DNBA show. I am your host, Adam Mades. I'm joined by my esteemed colleagues. Below me, bobbing his head, bobbing and weaving, it's Britton Vote. What's up, guys? I'm feeling good. That game was fun as hell, actually. I've got a lot of positive takeaways. Would you say that it whips ass? I would say that it whipped ass. And, I think you uh, say that. It's going to whip more ass because the next time the Nuggets play it's going to count, baby. It is going to count, indeed. The man seated next to him, the Peloton Prince, Harrison Wind. Yeah, I was going to say, this does not feel like a loser's lounge tonight at all. Agreed. It doesn't. It does not. It does it's not. basically a winner's lounge, if we're being honest. Yeah, if this is what the loser's lounges are going to feel like for the uh, rest of the restart, I feel like we'll be in a I'm good spot. It. There's I no don't losing, think baby. losers lounge are going to be a little sadder, I think, than, uh, than that. Yeah. And then lastly, the banana man is D-Line Co. The banana man. <laughs> I was um, trying to think. Is that what I, the what was it? Yes, that was that you? was banana. Yes, that was banana. the banana man. Um, That's what I thought. I gotta say, like, I wish I could be where you guys are, but again, it's all about that dub for me. I guess I can't get past it. Could have been. <laughs> we saw Kick good things. Out it just doesn't of the stream. <laughs> Dude, get out of here! Unbelievable. Get out of negative here. vibes. <laughs> negative guys. Today our show is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't forget to use promo code DNVR when you sign up, and you can gamble on all the games coming up this weekend. We uh, might have a DraftKings special episode this week where we talk about Ooh. all the profits that's the thing that might happen so download DraftKings, and as we tell you what to bet you can place your bet and then share your winnings with us um <laughs> but we're not there today today we are in the losers lounge because the denver nuggets played their third and final tune-up before the eight games which is like a secondary tune-up but nonetheless it was their last scrimmage and this time guys we got to see bulbul mpj Jokic, Ooh. jamal murray all on the court Maybe not at the exact same time, but <laughs> in some cases, um, my first takeaway was that was, that was a lot of fun. Harrison, I haven't talked to you yet about this game. What just what's your number one takeaway mm. from this the, uh, tonight's game against the Orlando Magic? I agree. It was a lot of fun. We finally got to see the Nuggets with an actual point guard on the floor, which I think was a welcome sight for everybody. Yeah, that helped. That, helped. <laughs> yeah. that certainly helped with some things. My biggest takeaway, I know MPJ was pretty good. My biggest takeaway was Jamal Murray yep. was locked in tonight. He, he was locked in from the start. Uh, we've heard a lot of chatter about him, you know, potentially shooting more threes once the season resumed. He's talked about how he looked back at his film from this year and saw he needs to be more shot ready and let it fly a little bit more. I thought we saw some of that tonight. 
the muscle he's put on seemed to help him at times as well. Uh, so he was locked in tonight, and I feel like he's probably, you know, Denver's top swing player, obviously, for this restart. You know, when he's on, Denver can play with anybody, and he was on tonight. He was incredible tonight. I mean, he only played 25 minutes. Apparently, he had a minutes restriction, um, so he gets exactly 25 minutes in today. He gets 23 points, four rebounds, four assists, two steals, and then eight of 12 shooting, and then here's what I love even more. Three of six from behind the three-point line, and those were pull-ups. Those were yep. pull-ups and pick and roll. He 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 was looking to score. Um, I'm I mean I think I'm with you, Harrison. To me, that was story number one. And there was a bunch of stories competing for story <laughs> yeah, number true. one, but I still thought that was it. Uh, vote. What about you? Yeah, I'll change it up for the sake of diversity. Agreed, though. I mean, we got the Jamal Murray hype going. Jackson Frank wrote that piece. There was a lot of dialogue about Murray, and it was yeah. well timed. I mean, he he really came out and showed us what yeah. we were all hoping to see. Um, I'll go to MPJ, though. Uh, co- color me unsurprised by these guys. <laughs> I, love, um, I love it. Flex on just, him. He's just a heavy <laughs> dose of what the Nuggets need. He, he, that, yeah. that height, that unpredictability, that, all right, look, we don't have anything going. All right, I'll just rise up and shoot over you. Um, long way to go on defense. We saw that again. But, I mean, this is not the first time that we've seen him score almost as many points as minutes he's played. Yeah. more. And this is a rookie who haven't, hasn't played since March 11th. It took two minutes, two minutes to get that that hype train back on the on the track. So it's MPJ. For I don't even know if it was two minutes. I mean, as soon as he checked in, we were hyped, and he scored immediately. It was it was almost like Bowl and Bowl's first game with the Nuggets, where it was like it didn't take long, first play or whatever, and he's on the board. Um, Michael Porter Jr. tonight, twenty minutes to your point, nineteen points in twenty <laughs> minutes, eight of thirteen shooting, so almost as efficient as Jamal Murray. Only one of five from the three point line though, so. Uh, Four of his five misses come from there. Seven rebounds, three turnovers, and he was, for whatever it's worth, a minus twenty-one, which is pretty <laughs> bad. Although I don't, I, I, I don't blame, I don't think him him for that minus twenty-one. But he did look fantastic. Eric, you have to break a tie here, I guess. Um, what's your number one takeaway? Uh, it's just how it's how svel- it's how I don't know how good Jamal Murray looked moving. Like his yeah. legs have yes. appeared to heal. Like he, he didn't look. He yeah, he didn't. Look, he, didn't look, he didn't look labor like at, at the end. You know, we were talking even though that. he did get purdled in the first half. I don't know if you <laughs> know, guys saw but, that. He did get purdled. He but got purdled. He bounced but, back. Right, and then he was sort of like, and he was elusive. He was like making moves. He was also wearing a one full pant leg of spandex, and then nothing on the other side, which was uh, That's the key. a look That's that I appreciated. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, MPJ also same thing. Like his his health. I mean, just he just looked strong. He didn't look like he was. Uh, having any sort of issues. He looked fast. Um, Bull Bull looked really good. I mean, it was just like, it, it, I mean, the only one that did not look good particularly was Nicole Jokic, but, I, you know, whatever. Like, this yeah, is... whatever. We'll gloss <laughs> over that for, for the time being. <laughs> no, I love what you said there, Eric, because to me, it was, yes, Jamal Murray looked good. He knocked down his shots. He was taking the shots that I, you know, want him to take that I think he should be taking. But for me, it was the quickness. I've mm-hmm. never thought Jamal Murray was quick. I thought he was quick tonight. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a new development. I don't know if that's a one-off or if it's just him being healthy or whatever. But he was really light on his feet and his handle was really tight. He looked to me like um, a f- what? What is he? A four-year, fourth-year player? He looked like a fifth-year mm-hmm. player. What I mean Ooh. by that is he had four months off. He looks like a twenty-three-year-old in a new season. Like he just leveled up. And, yeah. and to me, that's what was so encouraging about him. Um, to Michael Porter Jr., um, to your point about him, 
He also looked very athletic. He looked very spry. And it makes you wonder. He, after the game, Harrison, you were on the call. He was asked, Michael Porter Jr. was asked about, you know, how he feels now. And he really did just lay it out that he had that ankle injury. He came back from it, wasn't feeling great. But now he, this, now he feels like he's got all of his sort of health under him. And, and, and he's more athletic and more explosive. And, and he also said that he actually <laughs> tweaked his other ankle. During the yeah, hiatus, right. he, he yeah. had his uh, right ankle injury leading uh, right up into the hiatus and then tweaked his left ankle uh, during the suspension. But, I mean, you couldn't tell tonight how he was skying for some of those offensive rebounds. Yeah. I mean, he looks as healthy as he ever has. <laughs> and, I mean, seven rebounds for him uh, tonight, three of them on the <laughs> offensive glass. I mean, this is the guy who led all small forwards in rebound percentage this season. So, I mean, he looked – as athletic, as spry as he has this entire year. Yeah. If there's one skill I'm confident Michael Porter Jr. is going to have at the offensive NBA level, rebounding. like is offensive rebounding. Oh, I mean, the yeah. guy's a monster. Yeah. All right. <laughs> great, great nose for the ball, can read the ball really well off the rim, yeah. and then is just so much taller and so much more athletic than all these small forwards that are guarding him. Uh, so, I mean, his advantage on the glass is ridiculous. And that motor, man, you know, he yeah. knows it. He, yeah. he knows he's got that second jump, that quick jump, and he's just, as long as it's on the offensive end, his nose is in every possession on the boards. So I really, the nu- yeah. Oh, go ahead. The Nuggets have had Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic as their cornerstone pieces. Before that, they had Danilo Gallinari. None of those guys are explosive athletes. Like, they have different types of athleticism, right? It's been a while since the Nuggets have had a super athlete who wasn't just a finisher. I mean, Kenneth Fareed is a super athlete, but right. he wasn't like a, you know, he doesn't do, like, complex things with the basketball. Michael Porter Jr., he, he had a move. Actually, do we have the highlight reel guy? Can we go to the highlight reel now as we and we kind of just assess these highlights because they were incredible yeah, for Michael Porter. He has one of these dunks. I mean, this this is just beautiful. I, I love his That's shot right out of the Porter oh. playbook. Right, <laughs> right, right out of the Porter playbook for sure. And then these rebounds, just get out of my way, Fournier. Not on my yeah. level, son. And then up <laughs> quick with it. I love it. Um, yeah, Troy There's Dane, another offensive of rebound. But look at Michael Porter Jr. next to oh, these dudes. I mean, he just yeah. routinely oh, looks a like a three. monster. Yeah. Oh, this is the one. Just quick. One dribble up, oh. explosive dunk. Like. Those are the types oh, of plays Denver hasn't had a guy. Oh. Just explosiveness. Oh, man. He's, he's huge, too. Major. Like, I forgot how big he was. It's enormous. And I like oh, that he's, he's wearing his hair a little shaggier. I, I, yeah. I just, I like it. Like, it's he's a more settled in. Oh, For my me, goodness. it was how instant this impact was tonight, right? I mean, MPJ got, yeah. was starting to come into his own. Then he gets hurt. Then Malone kind of stops playing him. And then we go on hiatus, and we just haven't seen him at all. Um Healthy, ready yeah. to go, comes back in, and 60 seconds in, he's looking like that guy we all hoped he was, <laughs> that guy we all thought he was but when he played it in Indiana. Him. And, I mean, just every time he plays, I have less questions, guys. I have less questions <laughs> about, is, is he the guy that can yeah. that can make the difference going forward? Maybe not it, this year, but going forward, to me, it's just it's close to undeniable. Yeah, it's literally yeah. just, it's only health with him. That's the only question. Yeah, so I'm he, so surprised when people are skeptical of Michael Porter. I mean, part of me, I feel like back in 2015 with Jokic, where I'm telling people this guy's, you know, keep an eye on him. They're like, well, I don't know. I mean, come on. I'm like, guys, just watch him for five minutes. The dude is minutes. so athletic, so skilled, so tall. I mean, so many of these plays look like the big kid playing against the little kid because he's just yep. so much taller, quicker, more athletic than everybody, and more skilled. 
Right. Yeah. And, but, and even though he still has a ways to go on defense, and that's what people kill him for now, I have total confidence that he will be a average to even above average defender in, in due time. I think he's got the instincts, the yeah, length, yeah. obviously, and just kind of the savvy to be an impact defender. It's just going to take a little bit to come around, but I'm not worried about him on that end as much as some are. Yeah. I love this I definitely comment. think he has some upside there uh, on the defensive end, although I do think he's maybe a little bit more raw, it sounds like, than, than, than what you think. But the skill set is just undeniable. I mean, the guy puts and, – and this isn't – it's funny. Bull Bull's getting to be like this a little bit too where it's just – you can say, talk about impact. You could talk about the right cuts and reads or whatever, but it's just every time he's on the court, he scores like a point per minute. It's right. just, and it's pretty, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think like – Folk kind of spoke to this, but the instant impact that MPJ gave him tonight, I feel like it was just further proof that, look, the Nuggets need to play this guy a bunch (laughs) when these games start to matter for real. And once we get into the playoffs, like, I'm sorry, but he's got to be playing 25 minutes a game at least. Uh, You could just see it tonight, the – just the how more dynamic he makes the Nuggets offense no doubt. Uh, when Jokic doesn't have it going and even when Murray does have it going. You need Porter. You need that threat. Yeah, if I'm the, the Wes Unsell Jr., the defensive assistant of the other team, of the opponent, I look at the Nuggets and go, okay, Jokic's tough to stop, Jamal Murray tough to stop, but we know what they're doing. They're going to run a lot of pick and rolls. Maybe we double Yoke. Maybe we send that off Craig. There's nothing harder to game plan for than this guy. Than yeah. throwing this guy into the fold, and 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 again, we saw a couple of moments tonight where, screw your game plan, he's just going to shoot over the top of you. So yeah. if you're looking yeah. to add an extra element to Denver, why do they look different from last postseason? I mean, look no further. It opinion. is it is like remarkable when you have somebody on the floor that you feel like can make every shot that they take. Like how different it feels when the ball. Right. Like it's crazy when the ball starts moving and it lands in certain hands. When you're just like, oh god, just pass it right. off. Like yeah, and yeah, when that yeah. and when it's none of the hands feel like they can put the whole. The, like for example, at the end of the game, like. Uh, just a very different feeling to have, like, a very competent shooter on the floor. It's amazing. I think he's going to play. I know this is dumb. I think he's going to play. I mean, some people are complaining about it. Look, he just got into the bubble. They haven't had a practice. I mean, a lot of guys were on minutes restrictions. I don't know if Michael Porter personally was. I don't. He didn't mention a minutes restriction in, in his media availability, I don't think. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Nuggets were, okay, let's slowly ramp this up. We haven't even practiced with MPJ yet. I think he's going to play. And I kind of we wondered this all along, if Michael Malone's strategy was an 82 game strategy with my with Michael Porter Jr. and his strategy was a we were always going to start to play him around January, and the plan was to ramp his minutes up. We just got cut off before that we, there was an opportunity. He got but hurt and then it stopped. Yeah. I, I I agree with you guys that Michael Porter Jr.'s talent and impact on the team is undeniable, and he makes a lot of mistakes that are going to drive Malone crazy. But there's no time to teach him those mistakes, you know. I th- in January, I think you can say sit on the bench, um, you know, until you do this thing right. You can't do that now. What do you think, Harrison? What's sort of your read on the situation? Is he going to be, is he going to be part of the main rotation and playing, or is he going to be spot minutes, 15 minutes per game when he does play? I think to start the playoffs, he's going to be in a similar role to what he was tonight. Uh, first guy off the bench uh, tonight, uh, 20 or 20 minutes. I think that's how he'll start out the playoffs. And, you know, if he can be playable defensively, I think he'll stay in that role and continue to grow, mm-hmm. uh, as he definitely should. His minutes can go up. Uh, if he's unplayable defensively, I think, you know, he could see a shorter leash. And 
Malone could get, go to a guy like Torrey Craig, but I, I believe at least to start out, uh, he's going to be in a similar type of role, maybe even a bigger one than, than what he was tonight. Yeah. Let's go back to Jamal Murray because we haven't given him his due. Oh, do you have another point here? Fo- well, go for it. I just want to say this is, might be the biggest stretch take of the night, but Torrey Craig was closing that game with the backups. Yeah. Mm. Michael Porter Jr. played some good minutes alongside the starters. Yeah. And he just got there. So I'm going to take that as an encouraging end. Definitely. I, I mean, I, I really do believe that, 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 like you mentioned, Adam, I really do think that that was the plan all, all along. Yeah. Was to sort of like slow play him, get him into shape, like, you know, scold him for his mistakes, make him think about it, and then slowly bring him along. And we just got cut off and right. weren't able to, like, actually see that development through. But, you know, maybe it's even better. We don't even have that, like, slow, it's not even the, the, the boiling of the frog, right? Like, we just go right yeah. into it. And it'll be, yeah, it'll be a December 15th moment. Like, okay, totally. he's in there. <laughs> One thing that really stood out to me tonight in Michael Porter Jr.'s media availability, he said, somebody asked him what's different about now as opposed to when four months ago, the last time he was playing. And he said, I've just got it in, like, I've just been focusing on not just trying to fit in. The f- Before the hiatus, I was just concerned about fitting in and not disrupting things. And now I'm just going out there to make an impact on the game right. and going to be more aggressive. And I like that. I actually really like it. I think Michael Porter's confidence from where he was, say, in December to where he is now is not comparable. I think he now feels like, I can hang with these dudes. I'm impact, an impact player. And I wouldn't be surprised if we get, in ways both good and bad, a more aggressive and a more, just a, a, a MPJ ready to shoot more. Did you get that impression from that, Harrison? Yeah, I did. And I feel like another word you can use to describe how he played tonight was just free. Yeah. I felt like he played tonight without overthinking things. Yeah, definitely. And that's something we talked a lot about with him right when he kind of entered the rotation and over, like, in November, December. He was overthinking a lot. You could see his kind of mind trying to catch up with his body when he was out on the floor, and that was leading to some mistakes. So I felt like tonight he just kind of let the game come to him, played his game, played free, mm-hmm. uh, wasn't afraid to make mistakes, and it, and it turned out pretty well. I wonder if there's something to the fact that like there's not a crowd for a lot of these players like where you got mm. you know you get out there you feel a little tight a little nervous or you know you feel the weight of all of the eyes on you maybe there's something to the fact that this is a little bit more just like uh, in the gym by yourself with your team like it, you know I think there's something to that and I don't know if people thought three point shooting was like going to be uh like weird in the bubble but I feel like teams are going to shoot pretty well from 3 like, I, I just feel like yeah. it's a good environment for <laughs> well, shooters, tonight, for shooters man. <laughs> well, the Denver games are any indication. Yeah, I mean, jeez. Tori Craig was 5 for 5. Until he was 0 for, 0 for well, 5 Orlando shot 47% and 48.6%. Yeah, it's just like practice. It's got a practice pickup game feel. I would have guessed yeah. they shot 78% if you asked me. I just I love the way both Bull and PJ approach these games. This game and then the other two for Bull, which is um, just let it fly. But if not yeah. now, then 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 when, and if not you, then who? Uh, yeah. So I just thought it was really cool that they both approached it that way. I, I do too. Why don't we take a break? We got to talk more about Murray. We also got to talk about Bol Bol. We have some highlights to show of him. We're going to get to that. There's a lot more. And then we got to talk about Jokic. Maybe one downer. We do have to talk about Jokic. Uh, but before we do, Harrison, take us away. All right, guys. If you're looking to pick up some Breck Brew, you know where to find it. Davidson's is always fully stocked. You can get curbside pickup and delivery on all your favorites. The Jokic Pack, the 15-can sampler, also the Mile High City Copper Lager. Make sure to hit up Davidson's again. They have pickup 
curbside pickup and delivery. Also, your local liquor store, King Supers, wherever you get beers from, should have Breck Brew. And uh, also, guys, we had a WGT tournament this last weekend. <laughs> you guaranteed a top uh, 10 finish, Harrison. I want to skip over this read, but, you know, we got to What do did it. you finish, though? What place? I think I was 11th. Right? Oh, I love Went it. Went outside the top 10. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Turns out Wait. I was wrong. <laughs> Got to correct that. You finished 12th, and uh, uh, God, finished, God, God. Finished I, we don't need this. We don't need this. We do need this. We do need this. We pride Wait, ourselves Ruda, in accuracy. Ruda finished fifth. Jeez, Ruto came in hot. Ruto finished fifth. That's correct. Yo, I, I, I feel like Ruto has a lot of time to play WGT. He's just finding the time. Yo, I, I watched. His, I watched his, his. He streamed his round on Twitch. And so I watched him play the entire time, and it was very discouraging having being able to contrast it only with my own round. Does Rudo have any <laughs> clubs that he bought? On oh, get out of here with these excuses. Uh, Are you kidding me? <laughs> because I'm going on the, the, the WGT starter pack, so I haven't bought any clubs. <laughs> So, I don't know. So you guys, like I'm those. telling you, if you guys are you guys are watching us BS with each other, get in on it. I'm telling you, we have DNVR yeah. three. I love WG, uh, WGT golf, and I love playing these weekend tournaments because it really has become this point of pride where it's like I'm rooting for myself, but I'm also rooting against Harrison. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. I don't know which one's more fun. Big talking point in the Slack. This yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm 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 losing my. I, I I gotta I gotta finish up high. I feel like I'm just all I'm doing is just down below trying to nip at the leaders. I don't need I don't need yeah. that. I don't well, be, we need we need somebody to come in at the bottom of the leaderboard. Eric. Might as well be you. I'm not even on the board. <laughs> yeah, guys, make sure to download WGT from DNVRGolf.com. Search for the DNVR three country club. DNVR three. We're three country clubs deep now. <laughs> We're going to be 10 deep. country clubs Small deep in, by go. Christmas. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be um, terrible for Guy trying to figure out that top 10. It's going to be. <laughs> Eats goldfish by the cow. I love it. Um, I feel like we didn't do justice to Jamal Murray, so I'm just going to circle mm. back before we move on because this was, to me, this was a, a truly remarkable performance by him and one that gets me kind of excited. I mean, we've all talked about Murray making the leap. We can't say that he's made one now based off of one preseason game, but sure I'm telling you. Well, sure we can. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, the quickness to me matters. Um the co- we've seen Murray get hot, and I feel like he got hot in this game, so he yeah. kind of racked up a few points in a row. But just the, the the quickness with the handle to me just stood out so much, and there were some quick guards. Yeah, you could tell he was going to have a good game the second it started. Like he just looked yeah. locked in. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, you could tell. You know, he he sat out those first two scrimmages. Scrimmages, you could tell he was like, all right, for, like my first playing time down here. Like I'm gonna. I'm going to lock in. I'm going to have a good game. Like, I'm going to make a good impression down here. So, wait a minute. Did, was he on a minutes res- restriction because he was sore from playing golf? <laughs> I just think it's, no. a, it's a first game type thing. <laughs> With him, Porter, it's like your first game. You don't want to... You don't want to play him 30 minutes. The yeah. handle was really tight, though. and like, Incredibly I tight. He broke like two to three guys down off the dribble straight up, and I'm not really used to seeing that. No. You could also tack on the way he stepped into a couple of those threes. Um, I, I thought he was just like a very willing and eager and capable shooter. Yeah. So we've, we've heard him sort of talk about that. He knows. He knows his shot profile has to change a little bit, more specifically the three-point thing. And... Um, you know, like we did in the, that small burst of games after he was hurt in Philly, we saw a player that looked committed to that growth tonight, and I think that's very encouraging. Yeah, yeah. An- another thing 
I noticed about Murray, particularly in the first half, and this is probably the biggest area of his game that's grown, I think, from just last year to this season. But he made a couple really awesome reads in the half court. He had one pass in traffic. I forget who it was to, to but right down the lane. And then he had that one where he kicked it out to, I think it was Grant, uh, when he was under the basket. But um, that's something he's done a lot this year. And I think that's probably one of the biggest areas of growth for him year over year. Uh, but he was making some great reads in the half court tonight. Yeah. All right. Let's. Um. I'm told we have some bull bull highlights here queued up. So let's move this conversation on now to bull bull who started off a little bit. You know, not so not so loud, but he finished very strong. Let's let's roll this footage. Roll that beautiful bean footage. I've never That's been a, more excited for ten points and six boards. I know it was a beautiful ten points though. Zoom right along to the third quarter here. <laughs> oh, there's the assist. Oh, Look at so this. sweet. Assist, Is that with man. his left, too? That was, that was a left-handed. He actually has a couple left-handed passes so far. Oh. Might have shuffled his feet a little bit. It's okay. A little mid-range silky jumper. That was smooth. Silky. That, was that was smooth. Silky smooth, I might say. This was ridiculous to me. This, this stream isn't quite smooth, but the, the uh, double pin down. The double pin oh, down I love it. Yeah. From three. Like, well, what are we doing? To be I mean, fair. that's just a typical play. You run for your small forward. Right. You know? <laughs> he really might. Oh, look at these block shots. Oh, I mean, he has God. a block. He blocked a jumper in all he, three games, he guys. A jumper per game, that is, guys. He's, look at he's that. north of 1.0 block jumpers per game. <laughs> this is so ridiculous, man. <laughs> so ridiculous. How rough it. was the rest of this lineup, though? <laughs> yeah, it's very <laughs> rough. Yeah. Oh, look at that one. Uh, uh, one of the things I love about these highlights is approximately zero of these plays is he guarded by someone who looks like they should be guarded. You know? That's so it's just true. a mismatch every time. Man, I do feel like his three-point shot is really – oh, look, at where is the defense at? doesn't Number matter. Five, no Bamba, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love – my guy Vic Lombardi today was on the broadcast saying, he looks so much better than Mo Bamba. I was like, okay. Low bar. Very, very, very low bar. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, his point was Mo Bamba was a top 10 pick. That's true. <laughs> yeah, well, for sure. Bull, um, you know, he didn't get a lot of run. Here's here's the thing that sucked about this game. The second unit, <laughs> they said he gets zero chance he gets blocked coming off a screen. It's kind of true. But um, the second unit, just no guards. And we played that tall ball for the first two games. Denver plays that tall ball. It, you as much as it was fun, didn't feel like you got anything meaningful out of it. The second unit today, I feel the exact same way. I mean, we got the cool Michael Porter Jr. moments. We got the cool Bull Bull finish. But as far as, like, trying to analyze anything right. that happened with that unit, you can't. Tory Craig oh. was the point guard for large stretches of it. I mean, is that how you felt, Vote? Strong agree. Strong agree. Um, so you don't want to hold anything against uh, Bull Bull, and also you can't really evaluate that tandem at all. I, I mean, Monte Morris makes a big difference on this team. Maybe... Less so in the playoffs when his minutes will drop from 20-plus to 16-15. But in this environment, that second unit, it was like a hockey shift, right? Like, he's not going <laughs> to stagger him alone the way he would in the conference finals. So he just put a second unit out there, and if you don't have a point guard at all, yeah, you're going to miss Monte. I don't think Torrey Krebs the long-term solution at backup one. That's my take. <laughs> yeah. Shows what you know. Yeah. So, so. Bull was obviously great in the second half. I actually thought this was Bull's best game. I actually thought this was really? Bull's best game. I put that on Twitter. What? Uh, so he How was a minus. He was a minus fifteen in four first half minutes. But his defense was great. I don't know if you guys watched him defensively in the first half. It was not his fault at all. Uh, he was great defensively. He had like a number of plays where he was guarding guys in space. He was switched down onto like smaller Magic guards and stayed with them on the perimeter. 
I thought he was really good defensively in the first half and then obviously kind of found his rhythm in the second half. And I thought he didn't force anything like he did in the first two games at times. He played within the offense, whatever type of offense that might have been, uh, and kind of played within himself. So I actually was really happy with Bull's individual game. Like that unit did not look great, but individually I thought Bull played really well tonight. Guys, I just threw out, if you're watching this show, uh, I just threw out in the uh, DNVR lounge, the Discord, I threw out the link to it. With our post-game live shows, when these are post-game, we want to welcome you on. If you have a question, if you want to talk about your topic, present your, your topic, hop on. We'll get three, five minutes, whatever it is, we'll have you ask the, you know, throw out a topic for us to discuss and you can give your take. So if you're a subscriber, a DNVR member, going, going over to the Discord. One of the questions I put in the DNVR lounge the other day for all of our followers to kind of talk about, because I was curious to see what people thought, let's rate rookie season Porzingis' skill set with what it is we have we know about Bull Bull. In what ways does Bull Bull seem ahead of 20-year-old Porzingis, and what ways do you think Porzingis looks better than Bull Bull? Um, I'll start with you, Harrison. Um, you can compare them to Eric. Were you watching Porzingis closely back in 2016 or 15? Uh, I was not watching him closely, but I I did know him to be the counterpart of Melo, so I I, I had angry feelings about him. So but I, 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 I didn't like him. <laughs> oh. um, all right, Harrison, what do you think? Compare those two. So I mean, I, I think they're maybe a little more similar than I would have thought before you proposed this question. Kristaps Porzingis, I'm looking it up now, shot 33% from three his rookie year. Uh, I think Bull's a better shooter than that, actually, a, a much yeah. better shooter than that right now. So I think he's probably ahead of Porzingis, and like that was KP's like bread and butter. He was this yeah. seven foot two guy who could shoot right. threes, and you know he he really wasn't that efficient of a shooter his rookie year. wasn't efficient at all. So I think Bull's better than him right now in that department. Um, but just in terms of, like, fluidity, I, I don't know. Like, KP was a more fluid, more in-control player. Uh, I felt like if that makes sense hmm. uh, as a rookie. Or at least that's how I remember him. Hmm. What do you think, Bo? Well, KP was definitely better at put-back dunks his rookie year. That I know. Remember when he had just, like, six of those? In the yeah, he week? didn't have a lot. Uh, but I actually think Bull's a better shot blocker and maybe a better rebounder. I mean, Porzingis, his rookie year was not great for his height. I think I'm gonna look this as if I think he had like I think rebounds. he blocked a lot of shots, but I don't know. One point nine blocks per game, seven point three rebounds per game, yeah. seven point three total rebounds. So uh, I don't know. I think Bull might be a better shot blocker. It's crazy. I, I yeah, do. it is crazy. Well, I mean, to, just even to be comparing him to those two, Mo Bamba and. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and we picked him up, what, 44th pick overall? Yeah, like, yeah. It's unbelievable. Very this similar, year. Though. I mean, I would say Porzingis is a, a great complimentary scorer because of the mismatch problems he creates, but not a great rebounder for his size, definitely not a good playmaker, and I don't know how much better he makes guys around him. Um, you could maybe say the same thing about Bull, except the difference is you're plugging him into right. a capable team as opposed to asking him to, to, yeah, to be the savior. The yeah. The standing reach is so interesting. So I think Porzingis, it was nine foot three for for Bull Bull. It's nine foot eight. So that's, <laughs> that's he's reasonable. talking about a five a five inch reach. Which if you talk about block shots, that reach yeah. matters. That's an extra oh, yeah. five inches. Is, that's quite a bit. Um, so Bull Bull, uh, I think to your point, vote. I actually do think he can be a better shot blocker. Um, right at this at this stage of his career, I think Porzingis has a quicker release. 
I think he probably has at least an equal shot to Bull Bull, if not bad. I mean, we'll have to see a little bit more Bull Bull's shot. I, I still don't quite know. if he, Tonight he was an elite shooter, but the other night's shot selection was a, was a question. Uh, I think Bull Bull's handle is a lot better. I actually think Bull Bull's handle has been by far the most surprising part of this. Yeah. He, he can actually take guys off the dribble, and he can make dribble moves that are very because so, i yeah yeah porzingis I, 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 is yeah. fluid with some of his movements but i think bull bull is more fluid with his like dribbling well i put this in uh my article today on bull but he had that pick and roll or that dho with Jokic in the new orleans game he came right off of Jokic's shoulder two dribbles with his Natural. left hand in the paint and yeah. then like rose over three converging defenders and finished at the rim like that's stuff a point guard does, and he's seven two doing that. It's crazy. He also has probably has to have the slowest shot release in the history of the NBA. He's, he really does. <laughs> wild, huh? yeah. Like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like no one can it block him. So he's a nine eight, what, <laughs> nine foot eight. Just, just like every contested jumper is like that looks like a foul kind of. It does. <laughs> I keep thinking he keeps getting hit on the wrist because yeah. guys yeah. are jumping so uh, high. Another thing that I don't think we've seen a lot with Bull, but um. We've seen in bits and pieces, and I don't even know if you know we'll see it anymore across the 18 games. But you know his passing, his IQ, just his feel for the game. Uh, I'll admit I don't remember what KP looked like in those aspects of his game as a rookie. But from the bits and pieces we've seen from Bull, I've been pretty impressed with just those kind of intangibles. I also think KP has been more of a willing shooter than he is like a great shooter his whole career, and. I think the impact there really stems from just that having a guy that size that will do it. Now, he he did shoot 39% from three in the 2017-2018 season across 48 games. Um, but other than that, closer to 35, rookie season shot 33. He's a capable shooter, but it's not like he you know he's a 40 North guy necessarily. So yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sold on Bull Bull's talent I, I always am careful to say these things and, and how i'll say them because i'm sold on bull bull being a talented nba player with an upside of like an all-star type caliber player but getting there is not a guarantee like i i feel like with michael porter jr if he's healthy the dude's going to be a 20 point per game score i just i feel like that is a given g- given where he is now and his physical tools with bull bull I do feel like there's some things he's going to have to learn to sort of unlock yeah. all of that potential, and we don't know that yet. Um, but I'm curious to see. It looks like we got somebody in the chat, and it looks like it's my guy Ray. <laughs> yes. Uh, can we throw him on? What's up, Ray? Oh hell yeah! Hey, can you hear us? What's going on, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can. Hear so you. we're we're talking about Bull Bull and KP here, man. So just your quick your quick analysis comparing rookie year KP, Kristaps Porzingis, and rookie year Bull Bull, or whatever year this is for Bull Bull. <laughs> I got to think about, they're very similar, obviously, but the most important thing, I, the environment, to be honest, not to yeah. disparage the Knicks as an organization, <laughs> but no, that's fair, though. You can. I'm going to disparage the Knicks as an organization. Um, <laughs> I, I think he just got, he just has a better place to sprout and grow as a player. But um, I, I think the physically the best difference is probably their mobility. I think he just feels a little bit more gazelle-like yeah. as, a, as a basketball player. Uh, and just in terms of his footwork, his uh, maybe he's not as strong, um, but I think he's a little bit more agile. That's all I would say. Yeah. 
The touch is an interesting one, too, because Bol Bol, I mean, he hasn't, let's be honest, he hasn't shot the ball that great, but his shots have all looked good, and we've seen the touch. Like, to me, his touch, not just on jumpers, but on these little, like, five-footers, the little floaters and all that stuff, to me, that's what really yeah. stands out. I'm, I'm really high on, on his ability just to finish. That was for all of you guys. You guys are all... Oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> You yeah, I kind of like that. him to be a little stronger with the ball, if that makes sense. He, he, I like his floaters. I like how he just has to, like, you know, drop it over the defender's head, and that's yeah. great. <laughs> uh, but I, I think I would also like him to be a bit more contact-interested. But, but I think that's going to come with, like, being in the weight room and just getting older and, and stronger, so... I don't. I, I literally. I, I don't. don't I can't imagine think. him putting even on like two pounds. Bobo. Like, I know <laughs> his dad never put a single pound on in the NBA. He you know what? Though, I was thinking about that. I know this is insane thought, but we were look at Giannis's rookie. Maybe guy, you could pull this up. Giannis as a rookie. Just just look at him. He looks kind of like Bowl. He's lengthy. You would never have guessed that Giannis was going to be the next LeBron James physically. Like, just this <laughs> yeah, and, like, we haven't noticed it, but I guarantee mm-hmm. you Bulls probably put on, like, I know. 10 pounds or so <laughs> since he was drafted. 10 to 50, 15 pounds, you would never know, but, I mean, he has. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to happen, though. I, I, I would mm-hmm. bet against Bull Bull ever. And here's one difference about, and I don't know what's good or what's bad with this, but Porzingis has the longest torso ever. Right, if you look at his body and how he's built, his mm-hmm. tor- he's all torso. Bull oh, Bull is all legs. They're oh, kind legs. of like the same it's height, but legs. differently proportioned. Yeah. I I wasn't aware of this. Let me pull this yeah. up. Uh, let me open up my mail form oh. folder here. Oh, geez, this is the mail form. <laughs> <laughs> the common topic. And pull on the Is this Ricky Giannis? Is this what we have here? I mean, come on. <laughs> no, I think there's even more rookie rookie esque photos. Like there's one right next to it. That's not. I mean, top row middle, <laughs> top row middle. I don't know that one. No, the top row left might be even better. Look at the one right next to that with yeah. him in the stance. He looks. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna get ahead of it and say I don't think he fills out like Giannis. Does. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think he fills. Well, let's look at rookie year uh, KP, who was also very slender as he came into the league. I'm telling you, I went all the way back and was watching like. Chris Stapp's porting his highlights over the last couple of days. Weird how much of my job is Googling and analyzing <laughs> old, old, old clips. Uh, all right, Ray, you got any questions for us or any any topics you want to throw out before we uh, we let you go? Um, I don't have any takes about most of the starters or the rotation players, but um, based on what you've seen so far, and I know that's limited, um, would you rather have Tyler Cook at the end of the bench, or Noah Bonner. <laughs> that LeBron. Yeah. These are the types of questions that you come to this uh, podcast for. I know this is like, this is right up our alley. I mean, who else, would, who else would answer that question? <laughs> I know that yeah. is so funny. Um, um, you know, right, I, I would. I, I, I would. Tyler Cook. Like, I'm really interested. Yeah. Yeah. I go would ahead, probably go Vonley. Yeah, I don't. It, have you seen anything out of Tyler Cook that really? like, has you even like a slightest bit interested in what he has to offer? <laughs> it's, it's his build. It's his mobility. Yeah, it is his build. Yeah, he, he is it's built his, like an like, ox. Strength, and and it just interests me like down the road. And I, I think he's just going to be like a cheap option that you can have that you know has some upside. Where I feel like, not that no doesn't have upside, but maybe Tyler has some more. I don't know. 
Yeah. Tyler Cook's Maybe. a very north-south player. He's kind of like a back tight end that you only run vertical <laughs> yeah, routes with. Yeah, totally. Um, he's totally north-south. Yeah. <laughs> just no rim to rim. Just, he doesn't go outside the paint. Just you're rim like, to rim. And pick up and there's you know some football player shows up that's not that's, that's Tyler. <laughs> exactly. but uh, that's kind of cool i like that i actually think he's player. playing the wrong sport i think he should be a tight end yeah, i think that's actually his uh, who are you talking sport. about they should both be tight ends <laughs> <laughs> that's true no, too. all right ray thanks so much for hopping on man we love you ray Appreciate we'll see you buddy yeah, man. Oh, no problem i love you guys too no I'm oh, sorry, I threw him off. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. I love you guys. We love you. Harrison, go for it, brother. Then take us to uh, take us to break. All right, guys. Uh, Green Mountain Dino Group still hooking it up. Still, still. absolutely hooking right, it up. They're still giving away a free Sonicare toothbrush, and all you got to do is schedule a cleaning, X-ray, and exam at uh, Green Mountain Dental Group. They are locally owned. Uh, Denver through and through, just like us here at DNVR. So, they're probably thinking about Tyler Cook v Noah Vonley, just like the rest of us right now. <laughs> yeah, they're huge sports <laughs> fans, so you can go get your teeth cleaned and awkwardly talk about Tyler yeah. Cook and Noah Vonley. If you can ask your dentist who they would rather have at the end of the bench, Noah Vonley or Tyler Cook, that's a great dentist, and that's what Green Mountain Dental does. Yeah. Your dentist is like, uh, I don't know, just put them under. Just put them under. <laughs> just shove something in their mouth. Uh, oh, I love it. Uh, that did not sound good. Uh, nope. Okay, Green Mountain Dental Group, you can get a free Sonic Your Toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. Uh, also, Strava Craft Coffee also still hooking it up. You can get 20% off with the code DNVR20 online at StravaCraftCoffee.com. Yeah, Packed with that CBD. Got to get it on tap at the bar. Do, do it. If you haven't tried CBD yet, if you haven't tried CBD in your coffee, takes the edge off the anxiety takes the ache out the joints it's the best way to start the day a, a true endorsement for me it would be awesome if we could get at the bar for the opener august 1st saturday we uh, get a was picture. that a 1 p.m uh, tip off so no it's 11 nice. isn't it or is it one i thought it was 11. no yeah one eastern 11 here, oh I think. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So well let's right. watch it here and not on the east <laughs> cool. yeah. That'd be good. yeah but you guys can get 20 percent off strava craft coffee when you use the promo code dnvr20 online stravacraftcoffee.com so we've got this question from from jake here he says what are your thoughts on a murray mpj grant Millsap, Jokic lineup and here's what i have to say to that have you watched the show have you listened yeah, that's my dream guess. lineup that is the lineup that is it that's the one i think that is known uh, as the, the the tall boys i don't know what a tall boy a taller boy lineup would be, would that's be with realistic. pj dozier dozier is the only taller boy that, that could but let's be realistic line. here we're talking about that one right there murray mpj grant Millsap, yokes i guess i guess Millsap isn't yeah well usually we'd have bull bull in that so spot. i i have one issue with that lineup and um it's i don't think you have enough like ball handlers i don't think you have enough guys who can you know curl off a dho and put the defense on their heels like i think you would rather uh barton out there i know he didn't play well tonight but i think you'd rather barton out there to get another ball handler instead of Millsap. oh yeah how many minutes did barton, yeah, barton played like five minutes of Millsap if you're going for the long boy thing but but trying to i i agree with harrison though barton did play well tonight but i do think he's that that second ball handler it's pretty crazy that we will never we won't see Gary until the games that count. 
We just saw him in the in the stands <laughs> with this crazy looking hair, which makes me think he's going to cut his hair again. He's, he's coming going in at the, to. They always do. Yeah. They always let us. Know. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, we have to before we get out of the show, guys. We do have to talk about the player that was most disappointing, at least to me tonight. That was Nikola Jokic. Now we have all play pop psychologist with Jokic more than any other player in the history of sports yep. because his he lends itself to that. But we all talked about coming into this about Jokic and meaningless games or whatever and how he just doesn't get uh, you know doesn't care here we see the comment right here he doesn't care so we don't see anything but let's be honest three games three pretty sloppy performances sloppy. from Jokic um is this something or nothing Harrison trade him <laughs> um <laughs> it is the smallest something in the history of the game of is it something or is it nothing? <laughs> okay. So it, it is, is something. It is but so it is such a small something that <laughs> it's almost not worth talking about, but it is something. Uh, eighteen turnovers in three games. It's a lot of turnovers. Yeah. I yes, I know they were playing like four centers for two games and Jokic was the point guard. I I don't want to pit all these turnovers on him personally. They a lot of them were not his fault. But he's been sloppy with the ball, hasn't really seemed super locked in. I'm not worried about it, but um, Miroslav the Prophet. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, he's he's been sloppy, not super locked in. Uh, but am I worried? No. I'm curious your take on this, Eric. So, I don't know. I mean, like he's tr- the thing that is a little frustrating is that he's. He's not trying, as we all say, but he's he is trying a little bit. Like he's trying to throw passes, and like the passes that he throw that he's throwing are just like he's just like not paying attention. I mean, I guess that could all be attributed back to him just being in cruise control a little yeah. bit. But um, I don't know, man. He just doesn't even look. Even when he's bad, he's not like bad like this. I mean, it's it's, so, it's such a non-story because of the meaninglessness of the games, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, until we see him turn it on, like we have to. I don't. I, I don't know. I, I'm. I'm a little nervous, but I. I, I just don't know what to, what to make of anything. At this are point. we gonna do this again, guys? Yeah, are we gonna do this again? 100%. We have pledged on this podcast. We have made the blood oath that we would not overreact to this. I mean, anymore. I feel like I was just reacting at a normal, like I was just answering We just question. talked about this like a week ago, guys. You're the one that said it was something. You said it was something. It's uh. <laughs> well, the turnovers are high. I guess you got to acknowledge it. We do cover the team. But I think the lineups that were out there, the way Jokic approaches games that don't matter, the way Jokic approaches games in which he's maybe less than thrilled with the style of play, this is what he does. I think, gun to my head, do I think Jokic is suddenly worse? No. <laughs> no. Um, not at all. What might be something, probably nothing, <laughs> <laughs> one field goal attempt that fall yeah. followed him grabbing his wrist to start the game. Yeah, um, oh. he hurt his wrist a little, oh, no, didn't no. shoot. Oof. But I will follow that up immediately by reminding us all it's a scrimmage, and I think if either he or the medical staff were worried at all, he simply would have not kept playing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that was yeah, dude. I'm bad. <laughs> Jokic, uh, Jokic had one of the more ridiculous passes of his career tonight that nobody seemed to catch. But at the end of the second quarter, he bombed it full court to uh, somebody that was standing right under the ba- right under the basket. Was it oh, I think it was Millsap. It was Millsap. It yeah. was one of the more ridiculous passes of his career. <laughs> he isn't a post Pokemon. He's not, he's not even post. He's probably 
playing Pokemon right now. <laughs> what do you What do you think, Adam? I, f- I feel like you're, uh, I, you're I about to say something here. I think it's nothing. I mean, I think that we've been down this road a lot. I do worry about the one shot, not because of the wrist thing. You, you gave me a whole new reason to like yeah, that was conspiracy theory yeah. here. But um, I, <laughs> you know, we look. When Jokic is unhappy, he doesn't take shots. Now, is that what happened tonight? I don't think so. I don't know. But um, I would have I would have felt a lot better if Jokic had one just, like, complete and total <laughs> so ass-whooping under his belt. That's like, oh, yeah, all right. I know. I, th- I, th- I thought, he'd, like, we were going to get, like, and then he reminds you, and then he's like, ah, just kidding, and he goes off. But we've, like, never gotten that. It's, like, only been sloppy. This is who he is, guys. This I is know just it. Who he is. The, the, the one thing, the one thing I will say though, uh, I feel like he doesn't have his same touch around the basket right now, and, and I think we can probably attribute that to um, just the time off, specifically in the first two games. Like oh, yeah. he was getting pretty good position, uh, you know, on like Drew Holiday in the post, who who did a pretty decent job on Jokic and whoever was guarding him in that Wizards game, uh, and you know would get some pretty good looks, but just missed shots that he was hitting eight, nine out of ten times. So. Probably just a little rust there. I wonder if it's that what Ray just said right there too. Even with his touch, if it's just I mean a little bit of focus. I've always said this about his three point yeah. shooting. He's yeah. two three point shooters. He's a forty percent one when he's locked in, and he's like a twenty five percent one when he's not. Those kind of blend together to whatever it is he is thirty four. Um, but yeah, I, it's nothing. I don't know if it's worth yeah. talking about. But it's a little come Miami game. If, it, if it, <laughs> it, I, this is what I will say, if Jokic had three great preseason games and one bad opener, we probably would think that opener, whatever, move on to game two. If he has a bad opener, if he kind of looks a little lethargic in that, I don't think put that then, evil out there. You swallow that back up, Adam. <laughs> uh, no, this was a fun. This was fun, guys. This was a fun game. Um, it was a fun. Still wanted that dub. Still wanted I'll be that honest, dub. It wasn't necessarily a productive preseason for the Denver Nuggets. Not at but all. But it was a fun preseason. It was <laughs> at a terrible all. Actually, I would pre-season. say they didn't really accomplish it. It was an absolute disaster. It, it was, was like a, a full spectrum, full sideshow. five centers out there. <laughs> Wait, uh, Gary, Her- Gary Harris, something or nothing? <laughs> just got there, thing, right? Yeah, he just got there. I mean, he was late I mean, arriving. But the, the question is, like, why did he not play tonight and MPJ did? Yeah, that's yeah. again. We could do this for I mean any number of that's it's like unknowable. If he's not there on on Saturday, it's something, and sure, it's yeah. probably a, a pretty concerning something. But um, <laughs> like what what would you say your main takeaway is from this preseason of the Nuggets? Ah, Nothing. tomorrow on on the DNBA <laughs> show. Oh, yeah, tune in. <laughs> that's how you tease right there, baby. Thanks to everybody that hung out. So, guys, just so you know, these winners' lounges, losers' lounge, some of these we're going to be doing live from the bar. We're setting up at a, a nice right, little losers. set in there for for us to do live from the DNVR bar. Some of them will be done just like this here at different locations or whatever. But we're going to have one for every single game, and we hope you join us immediately after um, the broadcast. As, as soon as the games are over, we're going to be going live, and that all starts this Saturday. I can't wait for it. We're going to have fun. No matter what happens, we're all going to have fun together. Thanks for tuning in today. We'll see you all next time. Yeah, yeah. And check. uh, You'll be able to RSVP for spots at the bar to make sure you can get them because we are limited. You better go quick, though. You better RSVP quick. Well, it's not available. I don't think you can RSVP. Not that quick. When when you can RSVP. (laughs) Keep your ear to the ground. (laughs) Nice to meet you tonight, Andrew. Yeah, shout out, Andrew. We're back, baby.